3: Welcome to Tuesday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Great to have you with us on the show. It's one of those days you wouldn't put a milk bottle out. It'll get better later on, I promise you. Deluge at the moment. Great to have you with us. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text if you want to get in touch with us on the show this afternoon. Now, yesterday, you may remember, we were talking about the love of a car. uh, And one of our listeners joined us to tell us how much she was missing her Kia. Well, afterwards... Uh, quite a number of people got in touch with us to tell us about their beloved cars and we're going to talk about it today and open the show with it because I'm joined by Francis Smith on the line Hi Francis How
4: you doing Jerry? All
3: good All good with you there today and thanks so much for uh, sending us in that wonderful well, picture yesterday of the, of the Mini What type of Mini is it uh, Francis? It's
4: an awesome an an Mini 850
3: Right. And what's yeah, the story? Yeah. You, you have it years and years, have you?
4: Yeah, yeah. It was bought in Kerr's Garage and that by People around that by you remember Kerr's Garage. It's now Bridge Street uh, Service Station. That by It was bought by the, an uncle of mine called the Showman Smith. Now, people remember him. Probably haven't heard that name in years. He was a truck driver from uh, and uh, There were truck drivers and they, they only had one family car. So Frank Smith my Uncle Showman brought my mother in the car's map I brought her a car for herself, the ourselves so it was going for about 5 or 6 years and then the head gasket went and it went into the sideline into the shed for about 26 years and during lockdown during the Covid I, we were bored so a couple of mates of mine Brian Mullen and Mark Evigan, I hope they're listening they there we decided to pull down the shed one day and the rest is history so <laughs> it's kind of her restoration. It's meant a hit. I'm on it and <laughs> fits the Galway and got her fully re- fully restored.
3: It's absolutely beautiful. So what year? What's the plate on it? What year is it?
4: Two three two AI originally uh, County Mead Reds AI. Right, County Mead AI Reds.
3: That's going back, isn't it? With the AI, it really, really yeah. is a long, yeah, long it's time. It's so, so yeah, many how yeah. many years old is she? Uh four, four, five forty, forty-five, and forty-one. 41 years of yeah. age. And it just lay there, and as you said, during yeah, lockdown, you were yeah. at, a, at a loose end. Yeah,
4: yeah, just bored, and We just said uh, we'd take about one day, and with uh, with uh, the mole Seamus Farley come over and took to photographs so I hope he's well, and um, I wasn't talking to Seamus for a long time, but I hope he's uh, um, doing well. And then um, Seamus come over and took pictures before and after the restoration. And a good friend of mine, Seamus.
0: Oh,
3: it's, it, and, and, and I've been looking at the photographs before and, and after. It is uh, a, a love, a passion that you've uh, put into this week. car. And, and how does it drive now? What's it like to oh, drives,
4: drive? It no, drives, drives lovely Now, with all the, the bad weather, as you were just saying before, there, with all the, the bad weather, now, you don't bring it out in, in the wet, obviously. With the bad summer last year, we, I hadn't heard that much at all. But the year before, she's she's going like a dream. That's one bit of the advice i give to vintage owners, is don't bring them out in the wet, because... They'll stop or they'll let you down in somewhere.
3: Yeah. They don't like the damp, yeah. that's for sure. They're or a bit they like damp, a bad. bit like ourselves, A uh, vintage, you They're know what like I mean? Yes, yes, <laughs> not yes. not like in the damp yes. weather. And and, and tell me this, w- w- what's in it? You know, is there a radio in it? Was there a radio in it at the time or <laughs> the no. mastery in it? That, that's
4: just <laughs> <a failure. laughs>
3: <laughs> They're not
4: saying it. They wouldn't be selling the electric mini. Don't think the electric mini will have
3: a dashboards
4: on them. Oh Lord, Lord. Yeah, so, so yeah. no,
3: no mod cons at all. At a basic car. No mod
4: cons. Absolutely just the basic, no times, absolute, just base, basic car. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a place for a radio in at one time, but I haven't got
3: yes. to that yet <laughs> So no, like when you think of things like uh, headrest, seat belts, yes.
4: Oh, seat belts. Yeah, there is seat
3: belts. Okay, it. not yeah. so bad that yeah. the belts are there anyway. You know, yeah. but but yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to sing yourself going along. There has to be a sing song in the car for it. Oh, absolutely,
4: absolutely, yes, yes, yes. a sing song, and every lad to stop and to look. I had them real head torn up.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my first yeah. car—I have to say—Francis uh, was a Mini as well, a little maroon-coloured Mini S I Y two double one, a loud oh, registration I Y, really? and I'll never forget it, it was a lovely yeah. wee thing. And you know, you go, we, go. we we packed five into that car to head down to the Lisdoonvarna festival. Do You remember the festival in Lisdoonvarna? Varna? Yeah. Well, I, I, had,
4: I had four. I had I had four. I had, uh, I had the pleasure of having three all-Ireland winning uh, men in us with a bit of fun there and done by one day with it. The Claddy Vintage Club, and I had Tommy Dowd, Barry Callan, and Stephen O'Rourke, and the four of us were them, four <laughs> big men in the mean He was like
3: a fair. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. And the, and the, and the Sam McGuire. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, she was fairly crammed that day. <laughs> she was,
4: she was, she was, I just gave them by the boys to the local club done right there, the Claddy Vintage Club there. I've become a part of that since I've done up the Cairns, a great club there. They have their uh, vintage run this year on the 24th of July, and all vintage run. And then they'll have the and day on the 28th of September. So I give them a glove for that. For a great group down there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, the there. And, and going back to the restoration, was it difficult to get parts and that for it to restore it?
4: No, It was, it was actually very easy. There's a, one man down in Galway, the, Gaul- the Mini Centre, and I, I dealt with him for, for, for everything. He was very good. Ray, Ray, got, Ray was his name. And uh bought everything off, and he had the whole place stopped. So mm. very, very easy to get parts.
3: That's great to hear. And did you re-spray yes. it? I didn't spray it, no, no. Origi-
4: that's the original, original colour. Original, original, original paint,
3: yeah. Very yeah. good. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. That's unbelievable yeah. for 41 yeah. years, yeah. the condition that yeah. paintwork yeah. is in. Yes, yeah. yes,
4: yeah. yeah. absolutely.
3: And and if you were to put a price in it, what, what would you say it cost you to restore it? Um, price by the price. And
4: when the lad told me before, it's just, anytime you put a price and it, it's not for sale. So uh, that's, uh, it cost me a good few pounds.
3: <laughs> it cost absolutely. you a few men, en- enough to leave it at you'd never part it no. I take it no no
4: absolutely no, absolutely not no no, no mm.
3: absolutely and what yeah, you like yeah. on the juice the minis were always economical on the juice anyway yeah,
4: Economical. Well, like, what, they had to do the head gas so when he was doing the head gas he slipped the valve so it's running on clear petrol and I were not the the paraffin so it's not the mix so it's running yeah. on clear petrol Yes, to be economic, very economical mm. when, when the game works on it I'll tell you that yeah. Yeah, it might be almost back
3: west for two years. Of yes, Abs- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
4: Half a there might be half tanks in the middle of the car in the car The might work, and all parts of the bon
3: when you're on the road. And is there a choke, or do you remember You used to pull the choke? choke the
4: pull the choke out when she starts. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her yeah. Choke in the middle of the
3: car. Yeah, yeah. People wouldn't even remember what a choke was, you know, or <laughs> yes, choke in the yeah. car to get her to yeah. start yeah. at all, yeah. you know. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Absolutely. When you think of where it is today. Listen, you're a great man. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us yesterday, Francis. Thank you. God bless you. Take care of yourself now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Francis Smith in Dundry having a chat with us about that beautiful red Mini that he restored, 41 years of age. Let's move on to another man who has had a car a long, long time. He's a great listener to LMFM Radio. He's a big fan altogether and he loves his Yaris. John Connolly, good afternoon.
5: Hello there, Jerry. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing really well. Thanks for joining us on the show. Now, John, before we get on to the uh, Yaris with you, right, You had a yeah. s- was it a starlet you had before starlet. the Yaris?
5: I had a starlet for 13 years and then I sold it for, for about 200 euros and the man had it for, for three years before he had to get it changed.
3: OK. And you changed then from the starlet to this Yaris, was it? The Yaris, yes, yes. What a how many years have you the Iris, John? I have the I, I, it's in its twenty fourth year.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh John John, did you buy it new? I did. I bought
3: it in two thousand. Brand new on the in the millennium year. I did. And our Louise had hers thirteen years, you know, which was a great stint with her little car and she was so sad parting with it as well. You're up to twenty four. And John, is she running as sweet as when you bought her?
5: Oh yeah. I, I it's it's after passing the MOT Bij for 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 that for that time, yes.
3: Every year it passes Every through the year, MOT. Yes. No. And do you notice the way I'm calling her, her. Why do I car? I always call me cars in the female context, John. I never called I'm it not, in, in the male context. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not sure what, what what I call it at times. <laughs> <laughs> John, but it, 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 it never let you down, has it? No, hasn't. I
5: never was sitting aside the road or nothing.
3: Toyota no. have that wonderful reputation, don't they? They, they do have, have. They have. For reliability, yeah. you know. But yeah, uh, it's, what colour is it, John? Is it silver, is it? It's a silver, yes. And what, what would you have on it now in terms of kilometres or miles? What would you put?
5: 134,000 miles.
3: Miles on it in 24 yeah. years. I'm trying yeah. to work that out. Oh, that's handy enough, John. You know what I mean? It's about it five is. five thousand a year, roughly, about four to five thousand. thousand a year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not big mileage at all. Longest trip you ever took it on, John? The farthest you went in it?
5: I I used to, I used to go to to Donegal, through uh, Derry and all that, like come back years ago, and then I used you? to go to Ross Common. Yeah. For uh, you know.
3: Mm. And John, in yours, like from the year two thousand, so you have mod cons. You have uh, radio. Is there a CD player in that car?
5: Uh, there was there was. I, was I I think it broke <laughs> I think it broke down a few years ago, <laughs>
3: and you left it be
5: I left it there, yes,
3: yes, but you yes. have your radio,
5: I had the radio yes and and the only thing that was that that was new to it was was electric windows,
3: right. So you, yeah, you have electric windows and and power steering and all that power type steering, of. Power steering, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, you see, you know what I mean. Two thousand, they they were well advanced at that stage. And John, I know, uh, yes. you, uh, petrol petrol Yaris, is it? Petrol, yes, uh, yes. good on economy, John.
5: Oh yes, yes. Mm. It, 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 uh, for the first, yeah, I, I filled the tank. I filled the tank in in, in two thousand for with uh, twenty euros. Back then, and now, and, and now you wouldn't even get into a petrol station for, for twenty euros.
0: <laughs> John, so
3: what would it take to fill it now, money-wise, roughly? Oh, I'd say, I'd say 30,
5: 40 euros.
3: Yeah, so sort they of nearly you double know? Nearly double you'd say, in that uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, space of time. I'm, um, just,
5: I'm I, sorry, Jerry. I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to put it into a, a, a gateway sometime. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but John <laughs> is, is, is this it now is this car always going to be yours are you keeping this one well, forever or are you thinking of maybe doing a little trade and coming up a bit in the world well I was
5: thinking I was thinking about that about 10 years ago and I still have it <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> John come on Come on John John Connolly now, yes. now is the time Would you go Would you think of electric John You know what I mean Electric I, I don't think so No
5: I'd I, I be getting A few years older Than the one I have At the moment
3: <laughs> Right So you'd come up A yes. few years And would you stay yes. With the Yaris
5: oh, I would yes Yes I never had a problem With them
3: there you go. Let's hear yeah. from Ara Louise uh, about her Yaris. She'll tell you, I don't right. know whether you heard her yesterday, but Louise, you listen to John Connolly there and his yeah. love for the Yaris. Yes.
2: Yeah, it was great. It's a great car. It really is a great yeah. car. It goes forever, doesn't it, John?
3: Oh, it goes forever, yeah. No yeah. problems.
2: Very reliable. Oh,
5: no problems. You, yeah, you I even... Sorry, I, 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 I even leave the keys in it sometimes to make sure I see what someone sees, it, but
2: no. I think I did that a few times as well, not by by accident though. I think I searched the whole house one day and there were the keys sticking out of the car one morning. John
3: Connolly, I can't believe a man of your stature and honesty to say he'd leave the keys in the car <laughs> and, and maybe someone had run away with it. John, I think you're safe. I am, I am, I think.
2: You could crash that car off a wall and it would come out with the tiniest (laughs) dent.
5: I tell you, the only thing that took off it was was an e- the exhaust one day down in Scotch Hall.
2: Oh, mm. that was nice you know? way home.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I I came home like a tractor.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's really the only major job you've had done on it, is John. Yeah, yeah. In, I do get a
5: service every year, and that's
3: it. You know what? The two-year great ads for Toyota mm. and Yaris. I know. But but you're not much good to John Malone or the guys in Toyota no, because. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know that. They don't see you that. very often either of you <laughs> for repeat business I can tell you. No. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord almighty it's a great great story and you think of all those you get fond of them though don't you John and it is hard do, to yes. make the change.
5: Great, great. If you rush i I, I just tell you I, I was going out of the car park here one day and, and the man was in the car park and he says there uh, it was a whinge after of the engine, like you know. He says, mm. "You're like you're like a you're like a plane coming down to Dublin Airport." He says, "What what runway are you going on?" <laughs> 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 oh
3: my God! But John, like the, the memories you have of it, they all do evoke memories, don't they? Greatest, do. great. yeah. To yeah, have it for that length of time, fair juiced you 24 right, years. there was
5: another, just, there was another joke. I was up in the TLT one night. And uh, I, I was I, I parked the car and I said to the man and and there was looking parking the car. I says, "Will you mind that car?" He said, "I've a half dozen eggs in the back."
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, John! Stories, um, stories. The Yaris, oh, yeah. the zero zero <laughs> Yaris. On it goes, John. Yeah. You're great. Thank you for joining us no today. Problem. Love your story about no the problem. car. Stop Take late. care of yourself Good John bye 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 that 's John Connolly there with about his Yaris. Have you a car a long time in your life or had one a long time? She'll let us know on late launch today isn 't it amazing, Louise, when you talk about something uh, like cars and the nostalgia around them as well? Look at that one. Hi, Jerry. My first car was a one thousand nine hundred and sixty five Austin mini. The star button was on the floor between the front seats. The star button. Start button. The start button, sorry. The start button was on the floor between the front seats. I traded it in 1968 for a brand new Morris Mini at the cost of £568. (sighs) They were all great cars. Desi Harden, Balbregan. Hello, Desi. Thanks for getting in touch with us today. Appreciate it. We'll have to get back to this person here. Blue Yaris, purchased on the 6th of June, 1999. It
2: trumps. Trumps by a year. By a year
3: by John Bayer oh, we have to get back to that person we'll have them with you uh, hopefully before the end Mm -hmm. of the show today to talk to them there's Eunice my three lads each have a Toyota Corolla 05 06 and 07 and they all passed The NCT recently. See, the Toyota is a great blinking car. It's a
2: head, isn't it?
3: Oh, Mm. listen, the Toyotas, they're they're reliable. They really, really are reliable. Louise, outside my house, down the Ballymackenny Road, where the new phase one of the road is opening next Monday, thank God. There's a crowd back. There's a hole at the corner of Matson Lodge and Ballymackenny Road.
2: Trying to get into the back of the house. Sorry. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're trying to dig a tunnel. I'm,
3: I'm very suspicious of these because this tire, ty- this <laughs> hole, has been opened and sealed three times in the last week, and the traffic lights are up again. You may have seen them yourself on the way in. In the name of God, what are they looking for? What are the Well, looking you'd for?
2: wake up one morning and be a lad at the end of the bed standing there with the shovel <laughs> and a hat and asking you for your autograph.
3: <laughs> Brilliant. But you know, do you remember the saying years ago when you'd see the council workers and the shovelers looking mm. into the hole and you were wondering what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: How many does it take to look into a hole? How
3: many does it take? Yeah, it does indeed. Anyway, God bless them. They have a bad old day today to be at it. But I geez, I don't know. Can they not understand what they're doing or looking for that three times in seven days? But there you go. I just <laughs> said I'd mention them today on the way in. And I do hope they find what they're looking for as the U2 song says. <laughs> because they're, they're searching hard for sure. Late lunch, LMFM Radio after two. We're talking about uh, ministries. Yes, we are. But before all that, Coming up to the top of the hour, news and weather on the way. It's the four of us and Mary on your late lunch this Tuesday afternoon.
0: Mary's got a new job, she's working in the bank, making lots of money, giving it to Frank. Frank's a married boyfriend, been that way for a year, I slapped her in the face once, but says he loves it. Oh, Mary. Why
3: don't you have something? You're have with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Tuesday afternoon. Let's move along on the show. And I'm delighted to say hello to my next guest. I met her back when she was launching her Celebrant Ireland business and now she's uh, expanding or enhancing her offering, let me say. I'm delighted to welcome back Celebrant Lorraine McCarty to the show. Hello, Lorraine.
6: Hi, Jerry. Hi, Louise.
3: Thank you so much for having me on today. Not at all. Well, 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 it's a while since we met. You've been flying along. We've been keeping an eye on you on the social media uh, circuit and oh. circle. You've been going great guns, haven't you?
6: I certainly have, Gerry. It's just something that I really didn't expect to happen. Not in my wildest dreams. And here we are now training people to be future faith ministers.
3: Yeah, it's a... It's a a big step forward for you. In in terms of yourselves and the demand for your service and, uh, and business, is it mostly marriages uh, and uh, services when people pass away? Anything else?
6: Yes, Jerry. it is mostly that. But I have delivered ceremonies for all sorts, scattering of ashes. We have uh, transgender ceremonies. We have baby namings, blessings and welcomings. All, all sorts, elopements, fair renewals, coming of age, blessing of the boat <laughs> you
3: name it Jerry. <laughs> I love the blessing of the boat I think you better, oh, I, better I, 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 I better get you Lorraine to bless our little boat on the lakes that we'll get a few trout this year maybe <laughs> it'll help us when we're giving out that we can't catch them anyway uh, but it just shows you you know that the range is wide and varied and I'm sure you get calls from time to time that surprise you even with new suggestions but you're there yourself and your husband is it it's it's been the two of you has it up to this?
6: And our one and only child, 26-year-old Connor, who was the first celebrant in Ireland back, he was the youngest celebrant in Ireland back in 2018, Jerry. So he knows what the celebrancy (laughs) world is like and he is the backbone to this new venture that is so innovative and creative and we use a lot of AI.
3: Right, in this...
6: Yes, we have. We are teaching lessons. I'm probably teaching some lessons as I speak to you here now, Jerry, because my cloned avatar of my image, Mm. my voice, my accent is part as a huge part of the course and the training. So this new concept, this artificial intelligence is really at the forefront of our teaching and training.
3: So you see, we hear a lot about AI and people are wary of it and fearful of it. And there is an aspect of it that people are unsure. Is this, what is this? You know, is it real or fake or whatever? But you have incorporated the positive side of AI to deliver this new business. It's called Future Fate Ministry. So again, explain what is this? Who can, you know what I mean, uh, undertake the courses that you're offering? Everybody over the age
6: of 18.
3: (laughs) Okay, right.
6: So, I mean, we've ha- had so much interest um, from people who, they can't leave their homes, they're disabled. They only have to get into their car or a means of transport once, Jerry, to come to Dundalk to deliver their final assessment, which is a ceremony of their choice. Okay. So probably the majority of our students will deliver a wedding because we ask, which is a huge part of the training, that they know that our students know how to solemnise a marriage.
0: Mm.
6: Now, there's different rules for Southern Ireland and Northern Ireland. And we're approved and recognised on both registers. So with the Register General here in southern ireland yes. and we're also in belfast and we intend to go further
3: afield okay so you're island-wide at the moment so 18 and over do you need like i, I said to you when you're here you, you have a type of very warm uh welcoming personality you have empathy we know that by the bucket full as well D- do you need to have you know what i mean certain traits or that to really embrace this
6: Jerry, thank you so much, first of all, for the compliments. Yes, um, we're open to all. Okay. We are such an inclusive and diverse community. We're building a community of kind minded, kind people, supportive to one another. Yes. Um, We will help whoever is struggling and You know, we're there to assist. It's not an online course that you cannot interact with us, you know, on an hourly basis if needs be.
0: Mm. We are
6: at the end of a phone, we're at the end of a voice message, you know, all means of communication. So we'll help, and we are helping students who are maybe struggling with where they've come from. Yes. And explaining why they feel this vocation, why they feel this calling to help others.
3: Okay so it is open to all. Now let's talk about the specifics of the course. How long is it for? What's involved in it again before you reach end point?
6: Yeah. Well, we have it all developed. It's when it's delivered, it's in it's delivered in its entirety. So all of those 120 lessons, the 19 modules, The 40 hours that's involved, you receive it as the student, the signed up student in one go. Okay, It's linear training. You cannot move on to the next lesson or module until you've completed that section. So the first areas of the course that we have gone into in depth is the business side, Jerry, because, Mm. you know, it's great being the best minister or celebrant, whatever, But if people don't know about you, how are you going to promote yourself? How are you going to register with Revenue Companies Registration Office? We'll walk and talk you through all of that step by step. We've made it so easy. It's literally looking at the screen, click here, click there, and we show you. Mm. So that's the first side of the course. And then we go into the side of ceremony. Mm. So we ask our students to write their own baby naming, their own baby blessing ceremony. Next, they will write their wedding ceremony, a legally binding wedding ceremony. And they will also write their own funeral, their farewell mm. ceremony. And the one assignment we asked before that is why they feel the calling to be a future faith minister. What have they lived through? What's their spiritual journey? Where do they see themselves, and visit themselves maybe, you know, the next year or, or I know, five years time? And we like to have a little background about who they are and the qualities they bring forward. So there they are should we say written assignments and then practice 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 is what i say i will do a zoom when the student is almost at that stage to come in person to dundalk then to deliver their one-of-a-kind ceremony
3: Mm. so that 40 hours and all involved you must do it step by step working through it but you can do that at a pace that suits you
6: Absolutely. So we have ladies there with children. They wait for them to go to bed. They sit down then in front of their laptop or desktop and then they start the course.
3: And and for yourselves, you know, uh, you know, you've been busy uh, yourself, your husband, your son involved. Lots of calls on you for this, that and the other. You know, you're training the opposition, <laughs> if I may say so. <laughs> Well, Jerry, I have had what eight almost now wonderful
6: years, no yeah. two days are the same. yes, no two ceremonies are ever the same, no two couples have the same love story, no two life tributes or eulogies are ever the same. I am constantly learning, yeah, I think I learn always with this, you know this profession, this role that I'm in, yeah, but I want to share those golden nuggets of information with my students. I'll explain the good, the different, the difficult, the quirky, the funny, all of that. That is all throughout the course. Mm. So all of my sharing experiences and what I've learned along the way and how to improvise as well when you're put on the spot. And everyone is looking at you. You're the minister. You are in charge. Yeah. I did a wonderful, wonderful, kind ceremony just on Sunday gone by in the granary on the grounds of Cabra Castle. And it was for multiple sclerosis society ireland but in particular at the northeast and then more so the monaghan branch wonderful committee there worked closely with them and we gave this ceremony of remembrance for those who are no longer with us healing for those who are living with ms
0: Mm.
6: and hope for the future Mm. and it was live streamed gerry and it's on youtube now so if people would like to check on that it was a remarkable ceremony and we had two different guest speakers with a guided meditation by misty hollows breeda mccaig motivational speaker she was also involved in the ceremony and then we had people who are living with ms and those who have lost people who came forward and lit candles had readings we had some prayers and then father was a wonderful um, speaker at the end who's on the committee in the monaghan branch he thanked everyone at the end but it was so moving, Jerry,
3: and it shows it's you another good. aspect to uh, to what you do as well. Quite different, but uh, so so special. So basically, what I was saying, I was having fun with you there when you, I said you're training the opposition. But what you see is there's <laughs> plenty of uh, demand out there for more people to qualify in this area. You see that obviously.
6: Well, Jerry, I had to turn down recently. For funerals, and uh, I don't like doing that mm. because I was booked for weddings on those days.
3: Mm. Yeah, so it just so shows you there yeah. is yes a
6: need, and you know it's becoming more and more popular because these ceremonies are so deeply personal. Mm. Yeah, you know the client, the clients, the couple, the couples, they tell you what they want. Yes, we offer all options. If people want a religious aspect, it's available. Mm. If they don't, that's absolutely fine. So we embrace welcome and respect to people of all and mixed faiths, semi and no
3: faith. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Tell our listeners where they can find out more about Future Faith Ministry. What's the easiest way to find you and get in touch?
6: Futurefaith.com, no e in future, S-U-T-U-R-S-A-I-T-H.
3: And all the information is there. If you feel it's for you today, Lorraine would love to hear from you. Great to catch up. Wish you well with the new venture. You're flying young woman. Oh,
6: you're fantastic, Jerry Just a joy to chat to you, as always. Thank you so
3: much. Not at all, Lorraine. Take care of yourself. Bye, bye. Bye-bye. 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 That's bye. Lorraine McCarthy there, celebrant. And now training celebrants with Future Fate Ministry. That's F-U-T-U-R. Faith Ministry. You get all the details there online. Late Lunch, LMFM Radio. It's Tuesday. You know what's happening next in the show? Yes, and we're bang up to date with your 2 on Tuesday.
0: It's time for our 2 on Tuesday. 2
1: on Tuesday.
0: Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. i am love to be number one. one. We were so close. 2 on Tuesday. 2 on Tuesday.
3: We couldn't be more current or topical or up to date with our two on Tuesday. You'll understand when you hear them in a moment. And the two on Tuesday today has failed to make number one twice. Because you see, this song was originally released in uh, 01, 2001. And on the 9th of December 2001, it hit number two on the UK charts. But it was prevented and stopped from getting to the number one spot back then by Daniel Bedingfield's. Gotta Get Through This. But we're not playing that one today because, you see, it's back in the charts right now. Yes, I'm talking about Murder on the Dance Floor. It's number two again. And it's got a new lease of life because it's featured in the movie Salt Barn. And, of course, Sophie Ellis-Bexter sang it on the BAFTAs this weekend just past Will it make number one? Will we decide to shoot it in to number two before it does? It might just after the BAFTAs. It's been number two since the 18th of January this year for five weeks. Not successive, but for five weeks it's been number two. Here it is, our two on Tuesday, right up to date. It's Sophie Ellis-Bexter.
0: It's murder on the dance floor you better not kill the groom, DJ, gonna burn this goddamn house right down Oh, I know, I know
3: Yes, Sophie ellis Spexter and Murder on the Dance Floor. Did you know that Sophie Ellis-Bechster's mother appeared on Blue Peter? Yes, Janet Ellis is her mother who was a presenter on Blue Peter for years and years. There you are, just a little ditty about Sophie Ellis. Oh, she must be in despair at the minute because I said, told you, didn't I? 2001, she got to number two in the charts and didn't make it and there she is, stuck at number two right now for five weeks. So what's keeping her there? Well, I ain't one bit surprised, you see, because Noah can... Released this song called Stick Season. Listen to this on the 12th of October last year, and it came in at number 69 in the charts. It made number two in the latter stages of last year, but fell back in the charts. And then, all of a sudden, on the 11th of January this year, it shot up to number one, and it's been there now for seven weeks in a row. Yes. The song that Sophie is crying, it's so all tears over. Yes, it's stick season and Noah can.
0: As you promised me that I was more than all the miles combined, you must have had yourself a change of heart like halfway through the drive because your voice trailed off exactly as you passed my exit sign. Kept on driving straight and left our future to the right. Now I am stuck between my anger and the blame that I can't face. And Memories or something, even smoking weed, is not replaced. And I am terrified of weather, because I see you when it rains. The doc told me to travel, but there's COVID on the plains. And I'm uh, Vermont, but it's the season of the sticks and I talk your mom she forgot that i existed and it's half my fault but i just like to play the victim i'll drink alcohol till my friends come home for christmas and i'll dream each night of some of you that i might not have but i did not lose now your tired tracks in one pair of shoes and i'm split in half but that'll have to do
3: Simply brilliant. Noah can and stick season on your late lunch this Tuesday afternoon. The big number one that's prevented. Sophie ellis Spexter at Two and Tuesday. Murder on the dance floor making it to top spot. Well, Louise, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Sophie ellis Baxter.
2: Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Devil.
3: <laughs> Tell them the truth. You said to me yesterday. I don't I like, I'm
2: not mad about that that the song, song. but...
3: It is grown on me because my daughter
2: plays it relentlessly.
3: What's happened with it? It's that movie Salt Barn and the kids have all twigged onto it. I think it it's on
2: TikTok They love it again.
3: I wouldn't be surprised to see her make number one this week after the BAFTA appearance. You mm. wouldn't know the way the charts go, but he's seven weeks in a row. But when you think, do you remember I mentioned that song to you, Stick Season back when it was It was a sort of a slow burner and it really was a slow burner. When you think, you know, mm. uh, back in October last year and it only made number one in uh, January of this year, but seven weeks on the trot. He Played Dublin lately. I don't yeah, know whether you saw the video when he started singing the song. Sure, he just played the guitar and shut the up. Rest of them. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, audience mm. sang it with him. It has to be stick season for me. Does it? Oh, it I think it. if
2: I had only two I channels on the radio and they were playing on either channel, I'd probably uh, leave Sophie Alice Backstrom. Would you? Mm.
3: There you are. So, are you going with her today? Is yeah, going I'm going with her. It's going to be a split jury, is it? Mm. And the chairman has Punk the jury, casting yeah. vote. Thank you. So it mm. is stick season. <laughs>
2: I thought we don't decided that. I was don't, going to be the chairman take, today. Don't take, don't take. <laughs> sorry, no. You're too short. Yeah, no, no, you
3: lost, lost it on a split we take vote this as very well. Very seriously. Yeah, you see, every week. You know that. You lost it on a split <laughs> vote between the two of us again. I'm sorry. But anyway. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love the fun of Two and twos. Yeah, I'm not taking your call t- tomorrow morning. <laughs> Stop, stop. Don't do that on me, please, please. Anyway, will I read the little poem that we got in about the car? Yeah, it's will Bridie sent this in to us today. Thank you for it. (laughs) We're talking about cars that people have a long time and really love them and wouldn't part with them. And uh, we got this little poem in today from Bridie Clark. It says, it's called Second Fiddle. If I were sluggish not keeping time, my big end rusty, greasy with grime. If my apparatus failed to spark and headlights refused to glow in the dark. If my skin were flaking, would I be rubbed down and all dressed up in a brand new gown? If my battery went dead, no more to start, would I be fitted with a reconditioned heart? If my clutch declined to change a gear, exhaust pipe roaring from the rear, an oil filter which springs a leak, I'd bet you'd not rush my aid to seek. Once upon a time, you loved me, I'm sure, with my sparkling charm I once allured. Then she arrived, my life to mar, a dirty, dilapidated second-hand car. I love it. Well done, Bridie. It's a lovely poem. Thanks for sending it in to us this afternoon. Up next on the show after the break... I spoke to them, I don't know when. Once upon a Thai food truck over in Trim. Well, I'll tell you, they've swept the boards in the National Takeaway Awards. We're talking to them next. Many moons ago, early doors when they were starting out, once upon a Thai food truck, drove to Drogheda, pulled up in the car park here in LMFM Radio and fed us. And it was sensational. I've spoken to them, I think, once in the interim, but today I have to tell you, they've swept the boards at the Irish Takeaway Awards. Gold for Asian Takeaway of the Year. Gold for Irish Takeaway of the Year. Gold for King of Wings and a silver award for Street Food of the Year. I don't know where they're going to put all these accolades in the truck, but I'm sure she's going to tell me. Yes, the O'Neill's, John and Juan are the people behind it and Juan is on the line. Afternoon. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you going to put them, Juan? Have your room on the backdrop there in the truck to show everybody what you won. Are you going to extend the truck?
7: We'd, we probably have to. We don't know where to put them yet.
3: <laughs> well, what a hall of awards. Did you expect to win all of these? Three golds and a silver?
7: No, we didn't. We Every year when we go there, we just feel excited if we're going to get it again. But we didn't expect to win all of this award that we got this year. And it's our first year to win the Irish takeaway
3: award. Yes, that's so the, what the That's the top one, isn't it, to win the takeaway award. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: because every year they have different categories, Chinese, um Chinese food, um vegetarian, sweet, treat and everything. So what we think, I think with all the categories, who win the most categories would get the I wish takeaway award.
0: Yeah,
3: that's the one that's most special I know to both of you as well. But the others are tremendous also. Take us back. When did you start? Remind me again. When you came over here you were sort of starting off. What year was that one?
7: Um, I think it could be two thousand fifteen or sixteen because that our um, beginning of our journey yes. to food truck.
3: Yes, I think it had to be back then anyway. It's a good few years ago and you were just starting out at, at that stage. Now, when I look at your business, right, you're based in Trim and you're out there on the streets just two days, Friday and Saturday each week between 4.30 and 9 o'clock. That's it, just the two days is all you serve the
0: public.
7: Yeah, that's right. But during the week, um, Wednesday, Thursday, it would be our uh, preparation because we do everything like from sc- scratch. Yep. We have to make fresh curry paste, prepare all the fresh ingredients. So that two full days will be just full on with preparations and then just open Um, begin yes
3: and i'm sure it's non-stop from half four to nine o'clock on the friday and saturday where are your customers typically from are they mainly from the the immediate area of trim or do people travel further to buy from you
7: yeah the mainly will be people uh, around trim and at boy and then we might have some customer who Sometimes I think we do have someone from Drogheda that drives to Trim just to get food from us as well. Lovely. So <laughs> you would be surprised.
3: Oh, I'm sure there are people who travel from far and wide to come to you. And you do accept pre-orders during the week, so you can you have a you have a, an idea in a way, you know, uh, who will be coming to you on the Friday and Saturday.
7: Yeah, most of the customer would pre-orders because we're quite busy. Sometimes we could like our order might book up for the whole hours. So most of our regular, they would pre-orders, and we have a few customer who would walk into the truck as well.
3: Yeah, just rock up to you and you look after them too. And um, what what's your most popular dish? Can you pin down a dish or two that people you know come back to you all the time for?
7: It has to be the cashew, uh, stir fry chicken with cashew nuts and our vegetable spring rolls.
3: Right. They are loved by your followers and devotees. They love them, do they, Juan?
7: They do, they do, indeed.
3: <laughs> so there's more of those have to be prepared than anything else. Where are you in Trim? Where where do you pull up with the truck each week?
7: Um, we just park in uh, James, James Griffin's pub or Lenehan's
3: pub. Yeah. So that's where you yeah. can be found. And you mentioned the preparation as well. You're big time, aren't you, into using local suppliers and local ingredients?
7: Yeah, we try to use our local um, um, products as as much as we could. Uh, we have beef from Jim Ryan farm. And uh, what, uh, where possible, we try to use our Irish products.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you two meet? Remind me again, yourself and John.
7: Um, me and John, we actually met online. Online? Yeah.
3: Okay. And, and
7: then we met and then he came over to see me in Thailand and then... That's how it begins. And now I'm here in Ireland over 10 years now.
0: Fantastic.
3: And, of course, you bring your touch of home uh, to uh, the the business. And John himself has worked in kitchens all over the country, in Ireland, England and Australia, and his vast yeah. experience there. So you're, you combine brilliantly.
7: Yeah, yeah. John has, a, with his like experience, he do cookery course and with all his experience and every year when we go to thailand he do the um, cookery class to just get more knowledge about thai food yes and then we two of us then i use my cooking um my own style of cooking and his uh together and we put the food together.
3: Lovely. The goal for the king of wings. What do you do with the chicken wings? I'm partial to a few chicken wings myself, Juan. What do you do with them?
7: Yeah, our chicken wings, we marinate it um, with fresh garlic and all the spice and sauce. And then we marinate them overnight and then we pre-cook it with some um, flours. To make it crispy, and then
3: we serve with a homemade uh, chili sauce. Lovely, lovely. I'm salivating here, even thinking about it. To be honest with you, <laughs> it sounds absolutely beautiful. Back in 22, I remember seeing you on television. You know the food truck show that the uh, chef that, that Chef Paul did. You were featured in yeah, that. Yeah, Paul weren't?
7: Quinn's uh, favorite food truck. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes, and and I'm sure that was a great boost to you as well when you got national profile with that.
7: Yeah, it's been a great uh, advertisement for for us. So we have new customers, even after the award, so people know about us. We get new faces, um, like more new uh, customers coming, and it's it's a great um, achievement and great advertisement for the business.
3: Oh, it certainly is. So no plans to make the truck bigger or do more days or anything like that? You're quite happy with the way you operate at the moment?
7: Yeah, we're actually thinking about expanding, but we're not sure yet what way we're gonna do. If we're gonna get a bigger truck or we're looking for premises, um, because at the moment we we can't do much more because our space is so small, mm. and we love to do more dishes to give more like choice to the customer. But that it will be something that have to that we plan to. You know, soon.
3: Okay. Well, look, I wish you well with that because it's always a difficult decision to make when you are so successful to make that change and it will be a big change for you to go from a food truck into a premises as well. So we we understand that 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 there's a lot yeah. of, of thought has to go in behind that before before you do that. But look, you have the magic formula. You have the recipes. You have three golds and a silver from the Irish Takeaway Awards 2024. Congratulations to John and yourself, John. Delighted for both of you. You're fantastic people.
7: Thanks very much and thanks for having me on the show again.
3: You're very welcome. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That's Juan O'Neill there and husband John. Oh, check them out. Once Upon a Thai food truck in Trim. They're lovely people. They really are. 2015, imagine, or 16 when they were over here with us at that stage. God, I knew then they had something and they have something really special. They've swept the boards at the awards they really really have with those three golds and a silver and it couldn't happen to nicer people since somebody's going from here I'll have to take a trip over I'll have to ring them during the week and take a trip myself some night and enjoy uh, the food that they uh, offer Late Lunch LMFM Radio stay with us on the show I think we may have contacted the lady with the blue Yaris that trumps uh, our John Connolly by a year. Stay with us on the show. Top of the show, we were talking to Francis Smith about his beautifully restored mini. Then John Connolly joined us to tell us about his silver Yaris that he bought in the millennium year 2000, so it's 24 years old. Well, my next guest trumps John Connolly's story by about 12 months. I'm delighted to say hello to Lena Heffernan in Enfield today. Hi, Lena. Hello, how are you, Jerry? <laughs> I'm really good. I'm better for having you with me on the Late Lunch Show today because, thank you for sending us the message, tell our listeners, you bought your blue Yaris when?
8: I bought it the 6th of June, 1999. <laughs> brand new, Lena? Yeah, yeah, brand new. I bought it in McCoy's in Lucan.
3: And do you remember what it cost you?
8: Oh, God. <laughs> I have to think now um, God
9: I can't
3: Did you trade in Or did you buy it Cash or did you borrow For it Lena
8: No no I had some money Put by And Yeah, um, yeah And I bought it That's how I bought it
3: Cash Yeah yeah. Well, I presume they did a good deal for you when you have the old cash. They love you coming with the cash rather than yes. the trade in for sure. So, new you yeah. bought it and blue. Is it a, a bright blue, dark blue? What shade of blue are you?
8: Yeah, I suppose maybe a bright shade of blue. Yeah.
3: Yes, yes. So, yeah. 6th of June 1999. So that makes your little Yaris 25 years of age. It
8: does indeed. It does indeed, Jerry.
3: yeah. And NCT yeah. each year, no bother?
8: No, no bother at all. You see, the NCTs now, you have to be done every year now once the car is over 10 years old. Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. And do you have it checked by a mechanic before you take it for the NCT or do you just take it and see how it goes?
8: No, I'd normally have it just checked and make sure that things were okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes, and yeah. and do you know I am putting you probably on the spot again? How many miles is on the clock? Do you know? You don't oh, know how many. You don't know I'd, how many. Do you know? Oh, I'd have to.
8: Well, I'd have to <laughs> no,
3: go no, to do no don't leave us. Don't leave us. Stay there. We are. I don't want you to do that. Would yes. you? But it wouldn't have. Ma- Would you be over the hundred thousand? Do you think miles? Oh,
8: I'd say yes because yeah. I used it all the time while I was working. I used it all the time, you see. And uh, I would say that there are over a long over £100,000. Okay, 000, okay. Yeah. well,
3: let's take it that, that it is. Yeah. So, obviously, you had yeah. a bit of driving to do when you were working and you used this car to take you forward and back from work. Every I did, day. I right.
8: did. I used it a lot of... Good lot of miles every day while I was working. Yeah. OK,
3: OK. So she she's yeah. well run in at this stage, Lena, so to speak. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I keep calling <laughs> car, is she? I don't know why that is. I always have all my life. Anyway, uh, for, during that time, the 25 years, did it ever give you any bother?
8: No, not really, no. I got in service all the time and it didn't really give me any bother now, you know? no, mm. no it's a good, a good. Um, oh,
3: you can't beat uh, it. You can't beat yeah. them. You can't beat the Toyotas. That's for sure. Because yeah. we're giving some advertising to Toyota uh, dealers <laughs> and garages here today on this show. There must be something in it for us, anyway. <laughs> 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 any particular memories of a journey in it or anything? or does it? Are you? You know your fondness of it. You obviously love this car. Have you a car oh, twenty five years. Yeah,
8: I do really. I I I love the car now, and uh, very reluctant to park.
3: Park with it now at this time. Yeah, I don't think I don't think an electric it appeal to you at the minute. It didn't to John anyway. Would it appeal to you no. to go full electric? No, 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 it wouldn't. No, <laughs> you're going no. to stick. You're going to stick with the juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, it. That's do, you, it, Gary. Yeah. do you do you carry much in the car? You know, have you much in your glove box, or do you have do you carry any emergency stuff in the car? No, I no. just.
8: Well, I might have maybe emergency in the boot all right, but yeah. no, I don't have much in the in the glove pocket now, just the, the boot belonging to the car and the driving licence and the yeah. gloves or whatever I'd have in it, yeah.
3: Lena, I have to ask okay. you this, do you have the holy water or the medal or the relic in the car?
8: I do, I do. I have the holy water in it and I have St. Martin in it. I have. Great uh, Saint Martin really is brilliant.
3: Yes, yeah. yes. so. Yeah. so.
8: And I've a, a few CDs
3: in it as well. Oh, have you? you so you've a CD player. Good on you. Yes. Yeah. Good on you.
8: Good on you because <laughs> yeah, today. Well, a tape, well, tape rather than a CD, I suppose you'd
3: call it. Oh, tape. have you? Have you? little The little tape, the little cassette yeah. tape thing, have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have, there you yeah. go. Good on you. There you have it. Isn't that great that you're still... And you still have a few tapes that play in it, have you?
8: Oh, I do. I do, I do, yeah.
3: Fantastic.
8: Yeah, Michael English. Michael English and Daniel
3: O'Donnell. Listen, now you're talking, now you're talking. I hope you have Declan He stopped the world and let have, me off. Have yeah, you got him? Have you I, got Declan? Yeah, I have Declan Nerny, yeah. Yeah, I love Declan Nerny. Oh, lean! I can just see you ripping along in the little blue Yaris and you with the windows open and the hair breeze and the breeze blowing through your hair and Declan Nerny baiting it out there and St Martin yeah. and the holy water and everything keeping you safe, that's the main thing yeah. Yes, yeah, that's the main many thing, people Jerry. have the yeah. holy water in the middle, etc in the car, yeah. listen you're absolutely lovely, thank you for coming on today and telling us about your Yaris and many years of happy driving Lena. Very good Jerry, and
8: thank
3: you very much. Not at all you're very welcome, take yeah. care of yourself Take care, thank Bye. you. Bye Bye Ah, you see, Louise, the holy water, the St. Martin, the medal. I guarantee you there's a lot of people listening to us today. Have you any of that in your car? Uh,
2: yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. What have you? I think I have a miraculous medal. There somewhere. you go. You see, yeah. I And think- I have a little prayer that says, only go as fast as your angels can fly. Ah, oh,
3: I love that. You yeah. know, My, my angels mo- are really fast. My mother and Miriam's mother uh, would always when we had a car change a car would arrive with a little bottle of holy water and Mm. open the door and put it in the glove box to make sure it was there. Always.
2: Not drying you with it, no. No, (laughs) no, no,
3: no. No, (laughs) No. well you see if you were dehydrated you could take a sup as well. No, you couldn't. But you couldn't do that Mm. you'd be in big trouble. I got my
2: car blessed. Did you? Yeah, by Father Paul. Now he did say when he blessed it he couldn't couldn't do anything about the driver. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) I didn't know what really way to take that, but uh, yeah. Jesus, he well,
3: he knew you well. He did, yeah. That he knew you well. Yeah, he um, saw me coming up the <laughs> driveway, He said, Nearly into the front door. Dive for cover. Uh, but, but you know, I would say, you know, they say about Ireland, I would guarantee you that there are lots of people listening to us today have the holy water or the medal or something religious in the car. Am mm. I right, folks? Am I right or wrong? Anyone listening to us today have the medal of the holy water or let us know 086-1800-658 from
2: the crib <laughs> <laughs> No
3: no 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 well I don't know whether that would save you but maybe you'd never know maybe people have 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text that's 086-1800-658 the usual numbers by WhatsApp or text if you have the little religious memento or do you have something else that you feel protects you in your car let us know on the show this afternoon we're heading up to top of the hour 3 o'clock now after 3 we're talking measles and the outbreak, pending outbreak with Kathy Marr, and of course Billy Joel. He's my artist of the week. Another cracking song, but up to three. It's Nelly Furtado and say it right. It's murder on the dance
2: floor. Do you bear not- Your face, I just thought I'd annoy it, was the better song.
3: Should they can't hear me if you don't prop me microphone? If you want to silence me, you're going the right way. I didn't know the hell what was happening when that came back on. I said it's Louise again hitting the wrong button. Go on, let's have Nelly, let's have a listen to Nelly. (laughs) Lena Heffernan was back on to tell us that the little prayer in her car says, Lord, grant me a steady hand and watchful eye that no man will be hurt when I pass by. Isn't that lovely, Louise? Mm. That's a lovely little prayer in the car. Our Danny was on to say he has a religious medal from Medjugorje in the car. That was the card that Paddy Power bought for him. He did indeed (laughs) with his big gambling win. Good on you, Danny. Lovely to hear from you this afternoon. I knew I was right. There are more people there as... Well, telling us about the uh, religious uh, aspect uh, that they have. Uh, they carry in the glove box of their car. Uh, in my car, I have a Padre Pio medal and St. Therese prayer along with the Holy Water, says Paddy and Drogheda. Another one there says, uh, but my husband Pat and I have St. Charles relics in our cars. He was a passionate Passionist, priest in Mount Argus, Harold's Cross, Dublin. We also have a holy waterfront just inside the front door. Thanks for Margaret, to Margaret in Laytown. That priest, uh, St. Charles, you know more about him, don't you?
2: Yeah, St. Charles of Mount Argus. And yeah. he was canonised. Um, I think he was one of the, the latest saints to be canonised in Ireland. But he's only one of four, St. Malachy, St. Lawrence O'Toole, St. Oliver and himself, that have been officially canonised. St. Patrick and all them haven't been officially canonised at all. So
3: you're saying that Bridget and Patrick are spoofs?
2: Uh, Yeah, anyway, moving on... (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> you heard he's, it first he's on patron the Late saint.
2: Lunch Show from
3: he's, our Louise.
2: He's patron saint of the poor, <laughs> the sick, immigrants and emigrants.
3: So you are getting bank
0: holidays <laughs> in February
3: and the 17th of March on the false pretenses. <laughs> Remember that a pagan government giving you bank well, holidays. Well, it's local church. All right, that's Just okay. not we'll, the church. We'll stay with that. We'll Rome. stay with that that so quick let's get out of this hole hit that there quick will you
0: <laughs> The Late Lunch Artist, Artist of the, of the week. week
3: Artist of the Week Yes it is Billy Joel all this week and picking up the story from yesterday's first album Cold Spring Harbour that I mentioned yesterday afternoon was poorly produced and didn't really sell well on the family productions label small label it was he was heard actually uh, by Herb Gordon a big executive with Columbia records yes he heard him on a local radio station in new york went to him and had columbia records sign him up straight away great move it was the album piano man followed and was released in 1973 with the title song becoming Joel's signature song for life he was working out of la at this stage where album number three street life serenade delivered the hit single The Entertainer. That song was actually a sarcastic response to radio stations cutting short Piano Man. It's a long song when they played it. In 75, he tired of L.A. returning to his hometown, New York City, where he put down the tracks for album number four called Turnstiles, which included the fabulous New York State of Mind, which became another of his anthems. But... It was never released, that song, as a single. I'll continue the story tomorrow for my song today. I'm heading on to 1989 and his 11th studio album Stormfront and the fourth single from that album. A song named for his boat, which was in turn named after his daughter Alexa Ray Joel. The song is sung in the persona of an impoverished fisherman off Long Island and the surrounding waters who, like many of his fellow fishermen, is finding it increasingly hard to make ends meet and keep ownership of his boat. The boat was known, the type of boat, it was a Downeaster. Yes, it's Mr Billy Joel and Downeaster on Late Lunch. Billy Joel, my artist of the week and Downeaster Alexa on your late lunch today. More about Billy in words and song tomorrow about this time. Final break of the afternoon and Cathy Marr is joining us to talk measles. Well done and thank you to Alan Jackson from Dulic who along with his son presented that... Liverpool-Barcelona programme to Dara in person last night in Drahada. You're a good sort, Alan, I have to say. I'm looking at the picture here, and Dara was absolutely delighted. Well done to you. Great story, and uh, thanks for doing that. I'm sure Dara is over the moon to have that programme. Now, Cathy Marr is standing by our pharmacist system. We're going to talk measles for the next while. Thanks for joining us again, Cathy. Hi, Jerry, How are you? I'm good. was just reading actually the other day with the midterm break just passed, uh, there were quite a, a few families out of Ireland uh, in Britain and Europe and there was a mm-hmm. fear around, you know, them coming back and carrying measles back to the country. Is that a realistic fear?
9: I suppose uh, towards the end of last week we had the ECDC, which is the European Centre for Disease Control, announced but in total, there have been seven reported deaths across Europe, one in Ireland, as we know, earlier this year, and six in other countries um, from measles. Measles had been almost eliminated in some countries, but due to low vaccination rates, there are outbreaks of measles again. So that's where we might have seen the HSE a catch-up campaign in terms of vaccination. So for anyone that is travelling with family members, we know that measles, the MMR vaccine, so measles, mumps and rubella, is usually given in the primary immunisation schedule. So for anyone with children, they'll know it's given the first dose, is usually given around the 12 to 15 month mark and the second dose is given when the little one goes into junior infants and that works really, really successfully. Mm. However, perhaps we've, we've just exited the pandemic, perhaps you know, maybe the vaccination day was missed because school wasn't in season or maybe the child was sick on that day or or something has happened. So for some children, they may not have had both doses of the MMR. And there are also some adults out there who haven't had both doses of the MMR vaccine. So what the HSE has rolled out now is a vaccine catch-up campaign. Usually the fee schedule for the MMR vaccine is for the age of 14 months to 10 years given the news from the ecdc and what we're seeing both in ireland and in other countries that limitation has been lifted and anyone that has not received both vaccines for mmr should present for the vaccine from their GP.
3: now you mentioned 15 months and junior infants so what way will it work now for children or adults of any age what gap will there be between the first and the second
9: Usually, and that's just a national schedule, particularly to Ireland. The schedule can differ from country to country. So usually, once both doses are given, at a minimum, 28 days apart, that is enough to provide protection. There's no recommendation for a third dose if someone has only had, you know, two doses and they want a third. There's no recommendation. Two doses are enough.
3: OK, and they,
9: they'll be delivered,
3: just to get the point. You know, there's a gap between 15 months and junior infants. There won't be that gap this time. You'll receive the first dose, and then after 28 days, you'll get the second injection.
9: No, no, absolutely. But If a child is following the national schedule, which is yes. 12 to 15 months, and then junior infants, that is as is. But we've got children who are maybe over yes. junior infants, yes. maybe up to the age of 9 or 10, or even 14 or 15, yeah. and they haven't had both doses, so they can present for their second okay. dose.
3: Lovely, lovely. So that's the the thing. Don't hold back. And are you administering it in pharmacies across the country?
9: Unfortunately, Jerry, no. And that's oh. because, you, know, you and I have had these oh, no. vaccine conversations. Legislation was amended last year to allow pharmacists to deliver some vaccines should there be a public health emergency. And what I'm saying and what the Irish Pharmacy Union have been saying is don't let this become a public health emergency. Mm. We have seen when people could present into pharmacies for flu and COVID. It increased the rate of vaccination, not just in pharmacy setting, but also in general practice and also in the vaccine centres. So we actually saw vaccine rates increase across the board, not just in pharmacy settings, which so does increase everywhere. So we think don't let it become an emergency, let it become a crisis. Let's open the gateway and let pharmacies become involved in this vaccine campaign. Yes. We know that people are very familiar you know yourself from popping into the pharmacies and having a vaccine. Children have been having their flu vaccines through pharmacies and are very, very familiar with it. So it's a really natural setting for people to avail of their the flu, their MMR vaccine and the catch-up campaign. And with the extended hours, we're there. Of course. know that Ireland is not reaching the WHO levels for herd immunity. So mm. we need to reach a 95% of the population vaccinated. And that would protect not just the vaccinated individual, but also would protect... Unvaccinated people in the community, such as those under 12 months who are too young to be vaccinated. Measles, let's not forget, even though it's typically a childhood illness, about a third percent, 30 percent of all cases will develop complications. And they, Gerry, can range from ear infections, diarrhea, to pneumonia, to lifelong consequences such as brain damage, hearing loss, and encephalitis. And it's really important that this is a really successful campaign. There is a bit of vaccine fatigue, we know that from flu and from COVID and people have are just tired of hearing the word vaccine, but this is really important. The complications can be serious, they can be fatal and they can be lifelong consequences. So I'd urge anyone to look, if anyone is born after the, age of, after the year of 1978 and they haven't had both MMR vaccines, they should certainly present to the GP for a vaccine and I would also call on government to open the gateway and allow pharmacists to become involved in this vaccination campaign.
3: Yes, and I say here, here to that, Cathy, and, and I've experienced of uh, veiling of pharmacy uh, looking after me with the vaccinations. But the message today is it is a potential killer. And if you haven't had the vaccines, it is not too late to catch up no matter what age you are. I want to go back to something the last day. We talked about blood pressure. I want you to tell our listeners a, a, a lovely story and a very important story because you were uh, encouraging people again to have their bl- blood pressure checked and following late lunch, tell them what happened.
9: That's right Terry. actually a number of weeks ago when we spoke about the National Blood Pressure Day and we had teamed up with Operation Transformation and invited people to present to their participating pharmacy for um, a free blood pressure check and just a general chat. And the very per- first person that we checked that day had only had their blood pressure checked because they'd heard it on your show and from there that person had to be referred to hospital we subsequently have had to fit a 24 monitor on that person, and we know now that they're receiving appropriate care. And it was really good intervention. It was purely down to the free service, purely down to the campaign on the radio and what we, you know, your show, and actually just someone availing of a, a very simple five
3: minute test. It's, uh, it's great to hear, and, you know, it's not stretching it too much to say that saved that person from un- unbelievably negative consequences potentially
9: Absolutely and I've, uh, we, we measured many blood pressures that day and I can safely say around a third of them required further refer referral to the general practitioner for another follow up one or two refer- required referral into hospital certainly one required an urgent referral but that is the risk there would have been a more significant cardiac event in the following weeks, months or years and not being a stroke or a heart attack mm. and it's much easier to trend treat and prevent illness been trying to deal with the consequences of an illness. So we all want to live to a a really good, ripe old age and have a really good quality of life. So very simple interventions like that can help us all achieve that. A
3: huge difference. And the message today is measles is a killer. If you haven't the MMR, it's not too late. Be a child, teenager, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, any age, go now and have the vaccination done. Cathy Marr, as always, love to chat to you on the show. And let's get the pharmacies involved in the vaccination of the MMR. Thank you, Cathy. Thank you, Terry. Take care. That's uh, Kathy Mar, there, regular from the pharmacy on late lunch. That's a lot on the show this afternoon. Paul McKenna is on his way with The Drive here on LMFM Radio. Stay with us for wonderful music and more. And we'll be back midweek Wednesday with your late lunch from 1.30. Have a lovely evening.
9: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches and fine jewellery, Rebag is the answer.
0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,